Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. host Ryan Gable and you're listening to the Secret Teachings Radio right here on the Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and on our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Today is Monday, the 26th of April, 2021. You probably have maybe been sort of wondering where the show has been. Maybe others have not realized the show has been replayed for the last week after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop. That's because I've taken a vacation for one of the first times in almost 11 I can't even keep track of the years now, about 11, almost 12 years. It'll be 12 years this October, 12 years of radio, solid eight years of The Secret Teachings, about five years professional, and uh, I was lucky enough to have an opportunity to travel across the whole country, and I'm doing that with my partner, Hope, who's been on the show a number of times with this as well. We've usually talked about food. We did a show called Where's the Leaf? like the old meat commercials from Wendy's. Is it Wendy's? Meat. Where's the beef? Yeah, the old meat commercials. Where's the leaf? We did a lot of, a lot of food shows, talked a little bit about psychology and social issues, and uh, Hope is my partner on the trip, and she's also my partner in life as well. And we are traveling across the country, and we've brought some radio equipment with us. I've got the board, I've got the microphones, and uh, we are set up here in Lakeland, Florida at the moment, and we decided to sit down and go ahead and do an updated radio show. Tomorrow night we'll have another radio show. It'll just be me, and we'll be going over some more topical news. But before we get to that, tonight I've got Hope with me, and we were going to do a little bit of a recap, some of the things that we learned, some of our experiences so far on this trip. I know that a lot of you have supported The Secret Teachings on Facebook. I know a lot of people recently have purchased books. I've sold a lot of copies of Occult Arcana, a lot of new subscriptions, and I thought being out of town, maybe people wouldn't be subscribing, but you know, we have so many shows that every single show that airs, we don't always have an opportunity. Uh, You don't always have an opportunity to listen to it, so some replays are really great. And uh, tonight, we are going to just kind of have a conversation. There really isn't a direction. We're going to see where the conversation takes us. Here is my partner, Hope. Hope, how are you? I'm doing really well. I'm really happy to be back on the show. It's been a long time since I've been here on The Secret Teachings, but I've been behind the scenes as always. Behind the scenes. What have you been doing behind the scenes? 
I'll watch Fox when you have to do radio. Not sometimes. news, right? No, not news. Not, <laughs> you look scared when you said that. No, not news. No, 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 no. I'll watch Fox, um, Ryan's son, uh, like while he's doing radio, if we have him on Thursdays or whatever. And then, I don't know, just really, really quite dreading the workplace. But Yeah, yeah. I, a lot of people dread the workplace. This is this is fun work, though, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is much more entertaining, much more freedom to express yourself, even though it's a co-op, and that's apparently one of the values, but no. No, you don't get that at a lot of co-ops. No. We did get that at Seed to Table, though. Yeah. That yeah, restaurant, yeah. grocery store, I don't know what it was, a club. It's. I tried to explain it to you so many times, and the best thing that I could come up with is it, it was like a club inside a grocery store. But upon being there... More recently, I had gone back when I went to visit my friend Rachel, which I know some of you may have heard the show that Ryan did about that. I had issues flying because of masks. She's on the no. She's on the no fly list now. (laughs) Yeah, an update from that. I am on the no fly list with Frontier Airlines, so that's a bucket list thing. Tell the kids that. Congratulations for standing your ground. Thank you, thank you. Um, But I went to. I went down to Florida back in February and I visited my friend and we went out to see the table on Ryan's recommendation. He was like, Oh, you got to check this place out. And when we went, I had no idea what to expect, but we walk in and there's like club music playing. There's lights. There's when we went this most recent time, there was a live band and it's just so packed. Like when we pulled in, we went at what? Like it was like seven o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. When you and I went, yeah, 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 when you and I went. We went on a Sunday night when me and my friend went a couple months ago, but it, it was so packed. There was nowhere to park. We parked on, like, the curb outside of Dunkin' Donuts in the same, like, plaza, but it was... It was like going to a, a hockey game or something. I've been to a hockey game for over a year, but, like, you go to a hockey game and you see everybody, they've got their gear on, and they're walking to the stadium. If you park far away, you see the people walking. You're like, ah, they're going to the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell and the people. Yeah, the guys. these guys got shirts on that says, you know, like, gun owner, victim. And the gun owner Yeah, the box is checked. Is checked. And it's like, yeah. you Americans have the right to choose, I think, was the little subtitle for that. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Because you, you knew who was going there, and you knew who was going to the Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Because there's like a weird Dunkin' Donuts in the parking lot. So I don't If you haven't heard of this place, it's called Seed to Table. It's in Naples, Florida. And uh, I don't know the owner. I don't get any money for saying that, but it was a really fun place to go. They had the live music. They had a guacamole bar. I've never seen a guacamole yeah, a guacamole bar. and salsa bar. And salsa. Mm-hmm. And salsa. And videos of them making and it. videos <laughs> of them making the salsa and the guacamole. No, I, it was just really, really fun to be back in some sort of normalcy. Like, I don't like bar scenes. Like, both Ryan and I don't drink, so... That's not really a huge draw for us. That's not something that was cut out of our lives very quickly in the past year. But even just going into a place like that and seeing people like they were happy, they were people so were happy. genuinely so happy. Like we got some food and couldn't find a place to sit down because it was that packed. And then we ended up finding like this end of a table, and there was this like she had to be at least ninety sitting in a chair oh, the old lady yeah just like yeah. dancing like drinking a glass of wine having a good old time with, like, with a walker nonetheless oh yeah yeah she wasn't scared she was having a blast and it's just so sad that there are people who are so afraid and they're just dying in nursing homes unable to see their family and my friend is one of those people 
like her, she couldn't see her grandma for the past year and then they just found out that she was diagnosed with lung cancer and is her grandma in new york your mm-hmm. friend is, yeah her yeah. grandma's in new york well that's because of cuomo and down well, here ron DeSantis said hey be free Mm-hmm. and just let people do what they want to do and nobody's dying there are, i mean i'm down here in florida there aren't piles of bodies on the side of the road there are piles of trash there yeah. is so much trash on a lot the, of I trash a lot of cars it's unique trash too i, I don't want to jump to another subject but is it unique trash i've been to portland i've been to san francisco i've seen the needles i've seen the feces i've seen the homelessness this is a unique trash it's like First of all, it's all stained by the sun. It's all not its original color. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. So are the stop it's signs. It's like a pale, very pale, washed out, like well, that one child's th- bike or something on the side of the road. That one thing we saw that the, the bird thing. No, not the bird thing. The one oh, after that, oh, the, the, the guy with the pole. Yeah, the little like sign. It's the little man. He's like neon yellow that you put out at the end of your driveway for and, crossing. Yeah, for, for kids. kids. Like there's kids at play. I, he looked albino. <laughs> I thought he was like red with like a green hat. The sun just torched it, torched it. Blended in with the brown grass in the background. Yeah. And I, you know what? I showed you that trailer over in what's right, right around the corner here in Lakeland that I lived in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. You go through those neighborhoods. It was like Sunshine Boulevard, I think is where I lived. If anybody wants to stock it and I just, you drive through and like at the hallmark of a Florida neighborhood is like the princess castle or the little the little slide or yes. something the tricycle that that definitely at one point was pink and now it's it's like albino white and some of the plastic has melted from the sun now that could be new but last week and the sun has just torched everything right i mean it's just it's unbelievable i'm from florida for those of you who don't know and i'm just figuring out this state on this trip mm-hmm. we've come down where did we go we came down Harper's Ferry. Yeah, from, we came from, well first first we camped in Pennsylvania and Allegheny. Allegheny. And it was the coldest weather I had ever camped in. I've camped before, but Ryan, you haven't. So I never it, camped. It was quite camped. quite a shock, I believe, when we roll up and it is probably in the it snowed on the drive down. It was probably in like the high thirties and then it ended up dropping down to like thirty five, I wanna say, overnight. And we were originally going to stay two days. And then the morning we woke up and we were like, we're getting nope, out. Nope, 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 nope. The kind lady who ran the Allegheny what was, what was Park, Barb. Barb. Oh. She was going to hook us up with firewood. I'm a little bit upset that she knew that that was us and didn't invite <laughs> us into the half a million dollar camper. With the flat screen TV. With the flat screen TV. And the three TV. dogs. You couldn't have gone I, in with the three dogs. No, but at least she could have invited me over to have a fire or give me some. She could have thrown some logs over what, there. What was she going to do? Cook you, cook you some bacon on the fire? They cooked way too much bacon. Why did you that's, need that? Why do you need the, that much bacon? Hallmark of camping, Ryan, is waking up to cooking bacon. It is. It is. Like, I don't. I don't camp, so I'm I don't sure. Know. If you asked anybody who camped, like, what what's the thing you remember about waking we, up in the morning? Too. We had a great experience camping. It was actually, if anybody's played Fallout, it was very similar to Fallout. Like we were in the tent, and it was like 20 degrees, freezing. We were bundled up like we were homeless, and we were playing magnetic chess. Right, mm-hmm. and you you had turned the radio on, and it was just like walking through the wasteland where you could hear the sounds outside. It was freezing cold. You know, everything's kind of raggedy. You're trying to fall asleep and you hear like a rustle outside and you jump a little bit. And in the background, there's like Radio America playing and they're playing old school songs. And it was a little bit like fall. It was kind of scary. I'm taking Hope to White Sands, New Mexico, and I'm going to tell her the story 
of Grudge Report 13. And I don't think you, do you remember that story? No, and I wish I did. It's going to be scary. Man. It's going to be really scary. For those of you who don't know, there's a show we did called Grudge Report 13. It's in the uh, the Secret Teachings archives. It's a very good show. I'll tell you what it is. but I'm going to go listen to it tonight. No, you're not going to find it. Bed. I'll take it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it down so you can't do it. No, we have you got to, you got to save it. It's a scary story for the tent. All right. All right? It's a scary story for the tent. You can find a scary story for me. Like You could, re- you could read me a scary story. You're not scared of anything. You see when, shadow people and you're like, go away, shadow people. I don't have time for I'm, you. I'm usually scared when I go to Wegmans and they don't have the bitch and dip oh, that yeah. I like. I'm oh, usually pretty scared Immediate about that. panic, fear-stricken face. <laughs> You've seen it. Oh, I have. You've seen it? <laughs> well, on our last Wegmans trip, the last time we went to Wegmans, you found a new bitch and dip. They have the artichoke dip a now. Come artichoke on. Dip. Come on. People probably think I'm getting paid to plug seed to table and bitch and dip. <laughs> but it's so good. The artichoke dip. So anyway, we went to Allegheny. We went to Harper's Ferry. Mm-hmm. A lot of Civil War history there. I, I know you're not a huge history fan, but you, I know, you said that was like your favorite place. Yeah, I just love the charm of those old little towns like that because um, like, I lived over in England for a couple of years with my family when I was younger. That's and- why you got bad teeth. <laughs> I do not have bad teeth. She doesn't have bad teeth. Um, but I saw a lot of that kind of architecture and just little old old timey villages and stuff like that. So it it was kind of sentimental going to Harper's Ferry. Really? You didn't even, you didn't even tell me that. Like that's the reason why. Yeah. It was, it felt nice. That was like most of what the traveling that I've done in the past was like. So it was was lovely. I I had a wonderful time. I liked Harper's Ferry and I thought that the restaurant there. Oh, so good. uh, Another thing is not, it's not a plug, but if you're in Harper's Ferry, Kelly's Farm Kitchen. Yeah, Kelly's Farm Kitchen. Oh, I believe God. it's K E L L E Y. Yeah, major hips hipster hippies. Oh, but they were so, so cute, and they looked so, so nice. happy. A, a very expensive, only because it's cheap, but very expensive because we bought everything on the menu pretty much. So so much, it was like, so much stuff. That was the most expensive but meal we've shared. To be fair, to be fair, it lasted us a couple of days. I had noodles a day later. Yeah, we did have we did have two. It was three meals because I ate more that night. That was good. So we went to Allegheny and Harper's Ferry, and you don't have bad teeth. You have really, my, I, I don't have great teeth. You don't have bad teeth. I was projecting my insecurity, my, my oral insecurity on you. <laughs> One of my ch- teeth got chipped in basketball years ago, and it's just never been the same. I'm sorry. I love no. you regardless. You love me regardless? Yeah, I, I love you regardless. You regardless. I you. love you. I know I'm marrying you again. Yeah. See, when this to- this when this tooth got knocked out, that's when I ha- started having this deep voice. See, if I cover it, I start to sound like this instead. <laughs> I take it off and I sound like this. So it would had helped a lot getting my tooth knocked out playing basketball. <laughs> Just half of it. There's like half a tooth. It why, should. Pro- why are you going on about your teeth? I right don't know. Now, it should honey? get. It should get capped. If I was like David Wilcock, I'd get the. I'm not going to get on that. <laughs> he got like thirty thousand dollar veneers put in because he said the cabal made him chew his teeth down. I mean, you could say that and fix your teeth if you really wanted to. Yeah. All right. Well, that's okay. So that's we something I can look for. Okay. You just go ahead. Harbor's I'm, Ferry. And I'm then losing it. Then I'm losing it already. <laughs> Clearly. Just, I'm off track. <laughs> then we went to Morgantown. Yeah, we went to Morgantown. We backtracked a little bit. We went to Morgantown. I grew up in high school well, okay. there. Back to Harper's Ferry. We originally were going to go to Morgantown first and then go to Harper's Ferry, but the 
restaurant we went to, Kelly's Farm Kitchen, close, was was going to be closed the days. So we were like, screw it. We're just going to go to Harper's Ferry and then backtrack and then drive back to Yorktown. So did, Yorktown was one of my favorites, mm-hmm, the, the Revolutionary Amer- yep. War Museum. You were like a little kid in a candy store. Was I? Yeah, it was really sweet. Did you watch the whole thing mm-hmm. unfold? Well, the when you walk into the museum, there's like a wall and it's basically just a timeline of the American Revolutionary War and that time period. And it took us, I think, 45 minutes to get through that wall. I could have read that in the, I have read that in a book, but I wanted to read it in the museum, you know? Mm-hmm. It's different. I took some pictures of it. Here's something that's interesting. Most states abolished slavery legally. They don't tell you that in school anymore. Do they not? I haven't been in school in a while. I don't think they they didn't tell me that. Every time I flip on the news, they're talking about how racist the country is when our history is actually the abolition of a practice that's occurred around the world since the beginning of time. And we don't have time to talk about that in detail, but this was this is like mainline history. It was at the museum. They're like, yeah, this state, that state, this state, that state, they abolished slavery. It was illegal. It wasn't supported, hence we, why we had a civil war and conflict afterwards. Just a piece of history that's perhaps more critically important now more than ever. But that was one of my favorites, and I was a kid in a candy store. I, just, I, was, I bought books. So many. Three, and then you found a couple online. That you wanted to order? That you saw them well, in the gift shop I, bookstore and you were like, I, 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 took I can pictures get a price. I took, yeah. I did want to support the store. So I got an old like revolutionary they, they book. They thank you for it. Yeah. The, oh, I, I love Southern black ladies. She was like, honey, you keep putting the merchandise up here. I'll keep scanning it. We just appreciate the support. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to go buy something else to support you. Okay. It's just so, it's so nice. But that was really fun. If you've never been there and you like history, that's a great place to go. I got my picture with George Washington. You did. Two George Washingtons. The the gnome also got a picture with George Washington. Do you want to tell people what we're doing with the gnome? Yeah, we can tell them. Um, So (laughs) over the past little while, a few weeks, months or so. Ten days, I think. It's been ten days. It's been ten days. No, 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 no. We got to preface why we have the gnomes. Okay, okay. We live across the store from a dollar store and it's very convenient to just walk over there and they have a collection of gnomes and we've been starting to like pop plants and grow herbs and stuff. And I was like, oh, they want, they want some little friends. So we've, I think we have like seven little gnome figurines. We always tell them we love them. We always say hello to them so they don't kill us in the, in the night. But we brought one of them with us, and he's being our little travel. He's the hermit. Gnome. He's the, yeah, yeah he's, he's the hermit. He has a lantern and a walking stick, and he's, he's the hermit. He's lighting the way for us. Do you know who is the leader of the gnomes? The hermit gnome. No, just the gnomes. Oh, in general, no. Yeah. It's it's like a character from Arrested Development. The leader of the gnomes is named Job. G O B. Oh, really? Yeah, a magician named Gob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the. If you read my book, Occult Arcana. I talk about the elementals in there, the gnomes, the slifts, the undines, and the salamanders. You know, the water, air, fire, salamanders, gnomes, or earth. And the, the god is Gob. Gob. That's the king of the gnomes. If a gnome ever asks you to come into their world. Just say no. Just say no. I'm not going. Not gnome. There's no joke there. Just say no. <laughs> you don't want to go into the gnome world. That's It's scary because Linda Godfrey, who we've had on the show, she's talked about the 
people from Canada and other places who have said they've been in the woods, they get the Oz factor, things go silent. It's the Oz factor. And then they see like these almost like like paper-like black gnome-like creatures that then offer their hand and say, come into our world. And the guy in one of the stories just like ran away saying, no, no way. I'm going to come into the gnome world. <laughs> I mean, even if they were making cookies, that's that's elves though. Elves make cookies. Gnomes don't yeah, make cookies. Yeah, the Keebler elves. No, gnomes don't. What do gnomes make? They've got to make something delicious. I really don't think they do. Gnomes don't make anything? No, I mean... They keep the garden safe so you can grow the food, I guess. So they I don't make, know. They or make they, a safe or they space. trick you into coming into their dimension to mm. which you can never return to your own. So Gnomes and elves are different things, though. Yes. Why can't the gnomes make cookies? I'm sure they could. They, they just could don't have like a multi million dollar franchise behind it, you know? <laughs> like Nabisco's not supporting the gnomes. <laughs> no. Right? But the secret teachings, we're supporting the gnome. We are supporting the gnome. We sh- yes. we sh- if I was like a Twitter person, we'd be like, where's the gnome now? And we'll post on Twitter. The gnome is hanging out at whatever. So yeah, follow the hashtag, where's that gnome? Where's that gnome? The secret gnome. Find him. You know where we took him? We got down from York- Yorktown, Virginia. We went mm-hmm. down to Savannah. I loved Savannah. Savannah, oh. Georgia was beautiful. We drove through the night and it, w- it was originally, what, a six-hour drive? It ended up being like 12 I'll admit, because I was driving. Well, we stopped, but yes, there it, were it there were definitely some occasions where we were going like forty-seven in a seventy. Well, I mean, I was going forty-seven in a seventy because I was being saved. Now, see, this is really what I wanted to talk about tonight. All right, this is the great reveal, and uh, you, I know you learned something big about me on this trip. You I have did, com- and I. Well, I think you also learned it about yourself too. You solidified I did. your I did. knowledge of where your driving habits came from because I would always, always give Ryan a hard time about uh, how he drives, right? And uh, well, how do I drive? Oh, okay. I don't drive bad. I drive safe. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so safe. No car wrecks. <laughs> That's, that is fair. No car wrecks. Um, always slow and steady and cautious. And then we make it down from Savannah to Georgia, or from Georgia to Florida, and I immediately see why. Well, because your grandma was talking about it too, like up she in Oregon. Said town. She, she learned was like Florida drivers are crazy, and like that's where you learn how to drive, and they'll just cut across four lanes, no turn signal. I'm always scared that people are just gonna jump out in front of me. Oh, and they do. They'll jump out in front of you. And my grandma drives like that, like drives like me mm-hmm. because of that. And that was funny. She said that when we stopped in Morgantown. I see why, Coke. You were right. Yeah, as soon as we get down to Florida. It was like immediate. We weren't in Florida for more than thirty seconds. We already saw abandoned cars, which is another thing. There's so many abandoned cars on the road in Florida. And then I don't know how long we were in Florida. Maybe a few hours. And and you were like, "Well, there they go. There's one right there." And this guy just cut across four lanes of traffic. Just oh, I'm gonna go this way now. And <laughs> just cut all the way across. Maybe his passenger was like, "Oh, do you want to go to that Publix we just passed?" Just. <laughs> <laughs> And I learned in that moment that I wasn't a bad driver. I was a Florida driver. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference. There, there is a difference, yeah. Being a Florida driver means you're a defensive driver. And that leaving the turn signal on like I do for several blocks is an eventual turn. 
and it's, it's it's a safety precaution. Now, I'm not joking here. All right, I don't drive that great in other states, but when I'm in Florida, I'm top tier. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> and I th- I also learned where my anger problem came from. Yeah, yeah, Florida. Florida drivers are angry because people do <laughs> stupid shit, and you you got to let it out somehow. The I four from oh my god, oh horrendous. It's it was horrible. so bad. We call it the highway to hell. That place is so horrible. And I, I mean, I lived here for so many years. And when I moved, I moved back after high school because I lived in Morgantown for a few years. I moved back here. That interstate was so bad. And I, got, I mean, I looked at you so many times, Hope, and I said, how did I live here? Oh, and yeah. And I realized, you know what? I wasn't that angry. And it was because of the traffic. <laughs> that <laughs> it I, drove you crazy. That drove me crazy. I became angry and erratic when driving. But again, it's because people just were like, um, as they're turning left, I don't want to turn here. I'm going to go that way. And they turn right at a left and go across four lanes of traffic <laughs> with no signal. No signal. There's no signal. They just go. No even looking if it's clear, you know, no looking in the, the mirrors to see, you know, check those blind spots every now and then. Nope. Nope. None of it. I think it's funny because when we were in, we came down Saint Savannah, Saint Augustine, which was packed. Oh, I completely forgot about Saint Augustine. I just immediately erased that from my memory. I'm we sorry. should erase that. From, that <laughs> was a just. I know you like you liked it and you wanted to show me it because it was another cute town and very very old narrow roads. But oh my god, it was so packed. I know it was so. Saint Augustine's a beautiful place. There is a, there's a Ripley's Believe It or Not there, by the way. There I, is. I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, there's one. I didn't know there was one down there. Um, but we got we got down through there. We went to Daytona, and I was thinking the moment we we stopped to get gas, or we stopped at a gas station, we were going to go to that grocery store before they closed. Mm-hmm. And I started to pull out, and this truck comes, so I stopped. And then another car comes around, and I started to go, so I stopped again. And then as I start to go, this other car looks like it's going to turn, and then it's like, now nah, I'm not going to turn, and just keeps going straight. And I just kept like hitting the brakes. And in that moment, you like when you looked at me, I was like, well as another moment, I realized like, well, this is why I do this in New York too, because I'm so afraid. I don't know who's going where. Cause in New York, if they're going to turn right, they turn right. Yeah. Normally people are pretty, right. pretty direct, reliable. They're getting where they're going, but here people just like dawdle. It's very erratic. Here. You know what this game is? This state's like this state driving in this state is like that game snake. You ever played snake where the no. snake just goes up and it just turns at 90 degree angles and you have to collect like the snake becomes longer as you play. So oh, when you like can't eat yourself, like you can't let the snake run into the end of it or something. I don't. Yeah. You can't let it run mm-hmm. into the walls. That's, that's this state. Cause it's like this, it's like the car is going that way. Nope. It's going to go that way now. <laughs> and there's no turn signal. There's no alert. There's no nothing. So like, I'm just hitting the brakes and I'm riding back and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> and I start getting upset. And then you learn that I don't have an anger problem. I have a driving in Florida problem. You do. I'm. I'm just a little on the fringe about on the fringe. Haha. You are the fringe on the fringe FM. On the fringe FM, Monday um, through Friday. I just want to talk about the drive in the Everglades for a minute. What happened on the drive in the Everglades? <laughs> <laughs> Every single car that came up behind us passed us. There's just cars oh, driving I mean, on the other side of the road, like. Probably 50 vehicles past our vehicle. So I'll give you 50 50. I'll split it down the middle with you because when we stopped, though, to look at the gators at one of the spots, mm-hmm. 
there were two trucks that were just using this. This was a two, this was a two lane road. If you've ever been to the Everglades, like one way each direction, one way each direction, and there were just cars driving side by side. They weren't even passing each other, just driving on the wrong side of the road. And you can see forever ahead of you, though. To be fair, but still, like, why? Why the driving is so bad here? They're Florida drivers, but, but the Everglades were beautiful. They were. They were. They weren't what I was expecting, but we also didn't go very deep into the Everglades. Because the alligators eat you. Yes, but what I had visualized was like you're in, in the freaking jungle. Like there's no sunlight hitting through to the like road. Like an alley? Yeah, there's... An alley? Is it alley? Alley? It's alley. Alley? Mm-hmm. The canopy? Yeah, there's just trees so close to the road hanging over. It's like damp for no reason, even though it hasn't rained in days. It's dripping from the trees, but like there's there's been no rain. Where did that come from? Who knows? It's the Everglades. It's 4 p.m. Florida rain. It just comes out of nowhere. Literally, I think it rained for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we were driving when over here. When we were driving today. over here, yeah. Everglades, I've never been there, but it's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It's like one of the largest parks in the country, the national parks. I think it's the third yeah, largest. The third. I think that's what you said. It's the largest east of the Mississippi, and it's the third largest behind Yosemite, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the other one, but I didn't know that. I learned I that. Yellowstone. Perhaps or Death Valley. Death Valley. It was Death Valley and Yellowstone. So it's bigger than Yellowstone, the the Everglades. Is it? From what I read on the map, Mm -hmm. that the map that I got there, it said, "Yeah, it's bigger than." I would assume it's bigger than Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I learned that the Skunk Ape Research (laughs) facilities down there. It really wasn't a research facility. It was like a gift shop and a campground. I don't want to. I'm not negatively talking about that. I just thought it was going to be something else. Mm -hmm. I wanted like a. I wanted like a skunk ape you know, plush doll or something. I wanted to give it to Fox. So he had a skunk ape in his crib. You liked him though when you sent the picture. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. I took a picture. Well, you took my picture mm-hmm. of me and the skunk ape and I was mimicking the skunk ape, which for those of you who don't know, it's skunk ape is, you know, like a swamp-like Bigfoot, Yeti, Bigfoot type creature. And yeah, I sent the picture over and Fox, rather than look at me and go, daddy, he went, what's that? <laughs> he, was point- he was just all about the skunk ape. So I guess he's going to be a skunk ape guy. He's going to be into cryptids. He's going to be into cryptids probably, yeah. And I that's good. He can be into cryptids. I'll hook him up with like Linda Godfrey and, you know, he's going to have a cool life. He is. He's going to have all these books to he's read. He's a cool and dad. So why would he That's so cool sweet. Life? That's so sweet. They think that you're making it up probably. No. No. No, no, no. He's a nice guy. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm a nice guy unless I'm driving in Florida traffic and then I'm not a nice guy. <laughs> I always try to look over at you and be like, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, that's true. But what the hell is this? Why is this guy not going? Why did he go six lanes over and then three back and then four more the other direction? He's on the curb. It's okay. We just resorted to screaming in the car at, literally, a, at the red lights. Literally. Just shrieking. That works. Get it, it does work. It gets it out of the system. I think uh, my favorite part of the trip so far, other than Yorktown, was the seed, the seed to table place that we went. Um, and I mean, I, I got to see a friend of mine in Richmond, Virginia. That was nice. Uh, I don't know. We have so much planned. I mean, I've been down here in Florida for so many years of my life that other than the Everglades, and the fact I was also mad because they demolished the old radio station. Mm-hmm. So I, I should mention that real quick. WPRK 91.5 FM, I guess it's still a station, but they removed the old station, which was the second largest radio station, the second oldest radio station, excuse me, 
in Florida and maybe even in the country, and they just get rid of all this history, plow it down, put up a new studio, which I'm sure it's a nice studio, but they get rid of all the history. I was very, I was sincerely upset you about were? that. I don't think I'd ever seen you that upset about something like that. It was sad. That's I where all do. this started. I, I know. I know. It all began there and now they ripped it down. They can't rip it out of your memory though. Well, guess what? I took a Sinead O'Connor CD from there back in 2010 and it's mine now <laughs> because they demolished the CD library. <laughs> I got a Jedi Mind Trick CD. I got a Sinead O'Connor CD. I even have an Alan Parsons Project CD. And now it's mine. I am the eye in the sky. I, uh, I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking before we did the show tonight, there are so many little things that we could talk about. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, I'm Ryan Gable. This is my partner, Hope. And uh, we're just kind of traveling the country. We're set up here in a hotel in Lakeland, Florida, uh, this first part of the trip that we're taking is stuff that I've done or I've not been to Yorktown and I've not been to the Everglades, but this is a part of the country that I've been to a lot. Um, I lived out West, but we're going to be going to some places you've never been places mm-hmm. I've never been, or I've only been there briefly. Our trip really doesn't start for like another two days. Right. Yeah. There's so of, much to do. That's kind of the mindset that I've had. Cause you've been like, Oh, what's your favorite part of the trip so far? I'm like, I don't feel like it started. Can you ask me? What's your favorite part of the trip? You. I liked the gators. Yeah, they were cool. I'd never seen a gator in the wild, so it was cool to see them. Was it the wild? It was the wild. I'd say so. I had an issue with the park rangers saying they're killing the pythons. I wonder if the pythons are totally native to the Everglades. I guess there might be different kinds of pythons. Some might be invasive. That's true. There may be some invasive species of pythons. I also have issues with it, too but I understand why they're doing it to preserve the other species to keep more biodiversity in the Everglades. And I guess from that standpoint, I would also argue, and you might disagree. I would also argue that there are benefits under the right circumstances to zoos and aquariums too, because you preserve those types of places, Mm -hmm. the Everglades, for example, just like you would preserve an artificial environment for an animal in a much smaller cage but you would do it so that people can go and appreciate and and Mm. learn to respect and understand things it's educational Mm. if it's used in that way when i also see them like them calling the pythons if the populations like that get too overgrown then they'll eventually run out of a food source and they'll either turn to like starving to death or leaving the everglades and coming into more um, residential areas. They could just the eat the cars. <laughs> There's so many cars on the side of the road. <laughs> they could just eat the cars. But yeah, that's I I understand why that's considered conservation in that sense. Yeah, that's it's we, look it's looking at the population as a whole as opposed to each individual organism or animal. We should do a show on that. That would be a good show. On like zoos and conservation, just zoos and, and conservation, and you know how it's probably a beneficial thing but also a negative thing thing. yeah like a it would have been beneficial to clear the brush in california but people were like no we have to preserve the wildlife or preserve the natural landscape and then it burned (sighs) it burned for months and And they're like the white house won't give us funding yeah because you took the money and pocketed it and you didn't do what you're supposed to do with it so they're not going to give you any more money and they make it a political issue that's the problem i have with environmentalists they don't do anything but cause more harm 
not real environmentalist, but whatever that green movement, green new deal, Marxist AOC thing is separate story, separate subject, but I would love to get your opinion on that sometime. Cause you're, yeah. you got like a background in that kind of stuff. Kind of. I've, I've been around it kind of not in any sort of professional sense or professional sense, but I've like known people in environmental science and even with just like deciding to go vegan and learning about things like that. Someone accused me of liking microplastics because I, (laughs) because well, she was like, do you know about microplastics? Of course I know about microplastics. I host the secret teachings. I have a section in my food book. I think about microplastics. How would I not be aware of the microplastics? I grind grind them into my my food with a pepper pepper grinder. grinder. It grinds the microplastics. microplastics. (laughs) They taste pretty good. Um, I think that's just people's defense when they hear an opposition or an opposing viewpoint or whatever you want to call it. Somebody that doesn't agree with them, they automatically are like, oh, well. Oh, you must, do you not even know about this? Like, whatever. It's it's like childish debate. I went to school for it. Okay. It's like, okay, cool. So you're brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> I said something like that to her. Yeah, yeah. It was like Jerry Seinfeld said about the McDonald's sign. He's like, isn't it just enough already? He's like, you go by and it's like one billion served. He said, okay. Are they still counting? I'll have one. You know, and he's, that's how he started the bit out. He was like, and why is McDonald's still counting? You know, <laughs> one billion served. All right, I'll have one. I'll take one, you know. So other than, other than this, we have a huge trip planned. I wanted to do just a quick show tonight. This will uh, either be the end of coming up on the end of the show or we will have, uh, you know, the second hour. It'll it'll loop over for the two hours of the secret teachings, which you can find right here on the Fringe FM Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop. You can find our archive at thesecretteachings.info. Totally different kind of show tonight. We're hanging out in a hotel in Lakeland, Florida. We're doing the broadcast uh, you don't even have a stand for your mic. We're just on. It's a makeshift site here. It's, it's, we have set we were, up. We were blessed to have um, a desk of some sort in this hotel room. We've been in some pretty, pretty sketchy hotel rooms. Um, but the there's a suitcase which was housing all of the radio stuff on top of that desk, and then on top of that suitcase is the microphone case. And in the microphone case, a microphone is sat slightly angled it took probably 15 minutes to get it to but where we it got is, it but we got it done we got it set up i think we work pretty well together yeah i do too i also think that florida drivers are really bad and i <laughs> i just have to keep coming back to it i learned so much about myself but I, it I don't was know. it was a really revealing trip to florida here's the question everybody at home wants to know am i a florida man i believe after this what it's been like five days that we've been in florida which i don't know why we've been here for that long (laughs) (laughs) there was no need to be but it's a big it's a big it's such a big state it's a big state but yeah after seeing you in your element in your hometown i believe i can confirm that ryan is indeed a florida man at heart can i ask you what makes me a florida man because i'm interested to know what you'll say out loud on live radio well you're always like oh i rock the the sandals with socks you gotta rock sandals shorts and just a t-shirt you roll your sleeves up to make sure they get an even tan so you don't get a horrible farmer's tan that's a pro tip pro tip folks (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what else would make you a florida man you love Publix? no you don't love i don't like Publix, but i'll go in Publix. i just kind of know i just know i like i feel like 
you're I'm you're just, at I'm ease. I'm at you're, ease. I'm like, ah, oh, there's the heroin and there's, me- there's the meth. <laughs> there's Vacation the- Ryan really kicked in when we got to Florida. I was like, ah, he's home. There's the squirrels that some guy fed meth. <laughs> Why is that a story in the news every three months? Man feeds squirrel meth. There's nothing else to do like, in central <laughs> Florida. Like, <laughs> If you're not near a beach, like, I don't know what else to do. That's true. That is true. There, there really is isn't is a lot to do in central Florida. I mean, unless you like the nightlife and you go to Orlando and Disney World and all that stuff. But Ugh. No Disney. They, they claim they have the world's largest McDonald's over there. The one in Orlando? Yeah. No. No, it's like... It's, it's the like si- the world's largest play place, maybe, but... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the world largest world's largest play place for McDonald's, and it's got it's like the size of this room. The registers, it's very small. False advertising. I, I don't like that. Should fake. sue them for slander. That's not slander, but that's not slander. False advertising. You're messing up your definitions over here. I'm sorry, I'm not a legal dictionary. Neither am I. It's okay. <laughs> slander, libel, it's all right. But I will say this: I don't like that environment. Of like, I like Las Vegas, but I don't like the money thing. Money, 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 money. You know the consumerism of Orlando. Orlando's yeah, very I think like Vegas. Orlando is probably one of my least favorite places we've been in. It's disgusting, is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, even dry, I live there. That's, I can't. I that's can't where I lived. Lived in Orlando. I lived in that I, place. Yeah. How? Why? I hope I'm trying to figure it out. I have no idea. Like you said it yourself. You're like, I don't know how I lived here for that. It was what, like two, three years. I lived in Orlando, yeah, probably a good three years. I mean, I ended up moving over to Sand, uh, Turkey, Sand or Turkey. I think I can't remember. I get them confused. Sand Lake or Turkey Lake Road, where the Whole Foods is. I lived over there for a while, um, Doctor Phillips area. But I don't know how. I mean, I think it was a solid three years of like, why is this car not moving? Come on, <laughs> move. <laughs> you know. And then it's like, and then they're moving like, finally, oh, now they cut me off. And then it's just years of that anger and sweat. Has it aged you? Do you feel like it's aged you? This trip or the? Living there, but also this trip. Oh, yeah, it aged me. It aged me. How many years off your life do you think were taken by Orlando traffic? (laughs) A a solid 12 months. A solid year. But I got it back when I moved to Boise because it wasn't that bad there. Now Boise's crap, and then Tucson is is what Tucson is, and then I ended up in New York. <laughs> and that immediate, as soon as I crossed the state line, I lost twelve months of my life. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming you knew about New York before you moved there. Oh, yeah, I knew that it was one of the three places I'd never want to set foot in my life again. I never want to go to uh, uh, like. I don't want to go to California again. I definitely mm-hmm. don't want to go to Olympia, Washington or Seattle. So Washington state area. And I don't want to go. Oregon. I don't really want to go You're to Portland. Oregon. Well, that's the other one. Yeah, there's yeah. four. There's four states. I don't know. I have I have an intolerance for a lot of states. I also don't like. <laughs> I don't particularly like the Boston, Massachusetts area. I have I know I have listeners there. But I New don't York I City, don't like Boston. That can just be cut off of the state and you can cut it can new be york its off. own entity cut new york off cut i don't know there's a lot that could be cut well, off you mentioned earlier that florida shouldn't even be considered one of the lower 48 <laughs> that's a fact i don't know how this state is considered one of the it's not the south i don't know what it is it's like it's, its own entity it's honestly. an inbred state is what it is 
it's like a northern, southern, like sister, brother got together, and this is what happened. You know? Why there there are so many things in Florida that make no sense. That just it's just totally bizarre. But it's like that's a Florida thing right there. That is definitely Florida. And it's so bizarre that you notice that stuff mm-hmm. and you just it's just like a tourist thing now. It's like everybody just knows like that's what you're gonna see in Florida and it's funny. It's exciting. I I liked driving into Florida. Yeah. Um to see the abandoned cars immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like it was fun, but I don't know if I could live here. I made up my mind when basically the last forty eight hours. I, I can't I you don't can't. think I could live here again. I I could maybe pull just, it out in, in Naples area, mm-hmm. but I can't afford to live in Naples. Right. What do you think? I am George Nori. I can't <laughs> afford to live in Naples. Yeah, it's just so expensive everywhere here. It's a good like social environment, I guess, giving that like nobody really cares about what other people are doing. It's just like, I'm going to do my own thing. Leave you, me alone. You, I'll leave you alone. Which is great. I like that about I the do state. Like that. I like the laws here for the most part, and I... It's so free range that you saw children at the beach throwing trash out the window, just like, hey, buy trash. Oh, yeah. Just raw just, trash. Which is something that I can't, I can't deal with. Just like sauce packets just dropped on the ground. Like, why? why? Not, not an accident. No, just, like on purpose. Like I looked over when I heard it hit the ground and the kid like was looking up at me like, what are you looking at? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like five. How old was that kid? Yeah, like, was, like five, five years old? Yeah. Like five. I couldn't believe it, but. Yeah, I don't know if I could live here. I don't think I'm I could very live. excited to head out west. And we were thinking about having like um, having an idea generated in our head of where we might want to live if we want to move somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking to you like you're not here. <laughs> we have this idea. Yeah, yeah. We have this idea, of, and so we definitely wrote off. There, definitely not Morgantown because yeah, it's a food desert. Not Morgantown. Well, Kroger's okay, but definitely not Morgantown, not Yorktown. Definitely, I don't want to live in Virginia. The Carolinas aren't bad, but we didn't get to spend a lot of time there. Savannah, I don't, I couldn't live in the city area. Right. It's too bougie. It's very bougie. Yes, uh, it's very um, like upscale. I guess would be the best word mm-hmm. to describe it. Like with with the times, with the trends, very bourgeois. I don't think I could live there. I know you probably could deal with it. I just like the architecture, and it's just, it's cute. It's nice. The architecture is very beautiful. You can walk places. The trees are beautiful. It was a beautiful park that we walked in. And the people were very nice that I encountered. That's, well. Uh, you, but also, it would you, probably You be go and do the encounters, so <laughs> if, if I encounter them, they might not be as nice. Because I'm from Florida, and they don't like Florida people up there in Georgia. That's fair. Am I a swamp person? That's the question that I have. Am I a swamp person? I don't know if you're a swamp I can't, person, I can't, but I you said that you're a beach person, and I really had a hard time wrapping my head around how you were a beachgoer and you were okay with like the sand and everything. It's kind of just like last night. I'm just used to people like snooping through people's cars, mm-hmm. you know, like just robbing people. It's just like, oh, like the, the last, not the last time because that was over the weekend that someone was looking through people's cars in the neighborhood we stayed in. Mm. But the last time I lived in Florida in St. Pete, I was hanging out in the car one night. I had done radio and I used the car as like a, like a little concealed box. So that you could do a little radio studio. Yeah. yeah. I was doing somebody else's show on Skype 
And I remember just sitting there and this guy was just going through people's cars trying to open them. And he just saw me and it was just a classic Florida thing. It was just like, I'm not going to call the cops on you and you're not going to stab me. And you just go to the next car. He saw me in my car. Like waves. And he was just like, like, what's going on? And he goes to the next car. And I was like, yeah, I won't call the cops. He's not going to stab me. Everybody wins. (laughs) (laughs) That's the mutual Florida thing. That's the Mm -hmm. respect that you have between the criminals and the people that aren't criminals. Well, it's just, yeah, that's like the beach culture we kind of talked about too. Like, there's just an understanding. Like you don't you don't take people's stuff when they're out in the ocean. You just leave it be. Yeah, you left. Well, you left your stuff I, on the beach. Yes, I did. I did. I was so sad. You see how fast I drove to get us back over there, I though, know. to get those. I know those I items. Could tell, I could tell how much you loved me. I was plowing through those brick roads over in the uh, the very historic district <laughs> district of Pinellas Park, St. Pete Beach. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. There's a lot of stuff. I'd say the scariest thing we've done. I'm going to ask you that, and uh, then I'll, I'll. I think I, I think I have the scariest thing. Scariest. Thing. Scariest thing that's that we've done. Hmm. I don't know. Scary is like perce- Like it's up to your perception. Like what do you well, perceive well, yeah. as scary? Sunshine Skyway Bridge. Oh yeah. Oh, hands down. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. The Sunshine yep. Skyway Bridge. Black that one out as well. For those of you who don't know, in the 90s, the Sunshine Skyway Bridge collapsed because a barge struck one of the pillars. It was foggy outside, and then cars were going over the edge. I think school bus went over the edge. I don't think any kids were in it, but there's, I heard there's still cars down there. And when you get on the new Sunshine Skyway that goes up, it's huge. It's massive. You can look over, and there's the old bridge that still comes out a distance, mm-hmm. and you can go out there and fish. Yeah, it looks more like a pier. It's like a pier now, yes. And and there are other parts of it where it's just like part of the bridge, but there's no way to get on it. It's just they just left it in the water. Mm -hmm. And that is terrifying to me. That's like my nightmare. My car is stuck on that. I can't go back. I can't go forward. I need a helicopter transfer. (laughs) I'm terrified of that. But did the obviously it didn't collapse. We made it. We made it across. Did we? You wanted to drive across it a second time. Well, just to go putt-putt golfing. <laughs> I wanted to go putt-putt at the Pirate Cove. We can still go putt-putt. Can we go putt-putt golfing? Yeah, we got like t- a few more days here okay. in Florida. So. We've only got a few more minutes, like maybe four minutes. So do you have anything else that you'd like to add? I appreciate you sitting down oh, and doing yeah. the show. Yeah, of course. I've, it's been a really long time since I've been on the show with you. And I just really appreciate you opening up this world to me, as always. Well, I appreciate you that you can express that to me and you can do it on radio. And if this were like one of those events, I'd be like, yeah, come on, give it up for hope. (laughs) And I want to say that anyway, I think people should give it up for you because you didn't want to come on the show tonight or other nights because you're just like a little bit nervous and you shouldn't Mm -hmm. be nervous. Thank you. you. And you sound good. The new mic sounds great. It does. I know we found a good thing. It's helping with the fry a little bit. Taking the, the fry. Sh- eh, it's still fry. Well, they didn't know about the fry because this mic got rid of the fry. Uh, turned on the anti-fry. It's the bake setting. The bake setting. So yeah. you can't hear the the vocal fry. The vocal fry in the voice. But yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy that I did sit down and recap the trip with us, and I'm sure that we'll we'll continue to have like once a week or something whenever we get time mm-hmm. and a convenient desk in our hotel room that we could set up and do radio. Yeah. Otherwise, this is. I would love for you to be on again. Mm-hmm. And I would love to be able to utilize this more rather than dragging the suitcase across the country. So we should definitely do a couple of shows a week. <laughs> real quick, real quick, unnecessary items that we've brought. Oh, don't tell them about the unnecessary <laughs> items. All right, I brought a blender. Seven, seven books, not including the I three brought, that you purchased in Yorktown. I brought nine books. 
You brought nine? I purchased three. Well, you bought me the Yorktown Battle Book. Okay. The last with George Washington battle. And then I, I bought the, the slave one and I bought the history one. So that's like, I like 12 books. I, I finally finished the Cultural Revolution. I'm on to Dr. Greger's book. I'm proud of finally. you. Finally. Finally, finally. It's been a long time coming. It's been a very long time coming. Well, I was supposed to start Greger's book, Dr. Greger's book, How Not to Die, when I finished the other book. I don't know what I was even reading, but then I had to finish this other communist China oh, the, history book, the witch Bible one, the witch's Bible. And mm-hmm. then I, then I started another, I had to finish it. Actually, that's a third one. <laughs> I had three books I had to finish. Now I'm onto that. I've got so many books. There's the books. We brought us an electric skillet and a blender. We're going to be, I'm going to use that tomorrow. I'm going to cook us potatoes tomorrow for dinner tonight. We're going to use the blender and make a smoothie because okay. All right, we've we been severely neglecting our not severely, but the the greens have not been getting into the body. So they haven't been as sufficient as they could be. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, we can't be too hard on ourselves. Here's a question I have for the audience. I, I don't know if people find these conversations interesting, but I know that we've gotten hundreds of comments and likes and messages and emails and new subscriptions and book sales and stuff. Uh, since I've been on this trip, having missed radio all last week. So if you have anything that you want me to talk about or you want me to document or you have ideas, we're going to be traveling uh, the I-10 West all the way across the bottom of the U.S., then going up into part of California, back around to Idaho, and then over toward New York over the next couple of weeks, three weeks, three and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. So if you have any comments or feelings or questions or things you want to share or things you think we should check out, Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. Check out the show rebroadcasting Monday through Friday on The Fringe. Tomorrow we'll also have another new episode. Tonight is the 26th of April, 2021. Tomorrow the 27th we'll have a new show. Maybe there's a new one Wednesday. I'm not really sure. Just stay tuned to The Fringe. Stay tuned to facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and uh, I'll pass it back to you for final comments. Um, I don't know. You caught me off guard. I thought you were I just going to end guard. it right there. No, I'm um, a tricky radio host. <laughs> no, I would really love to do radio again. All right. Well, let's, with you. let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Do you have a favorite grocery store that we've gone in? Well, Seed to Table is my favorite. Okay. Well, that one doesn't count. It's not your average grocery store. Second favorite grocery store. Second favorite grocery store. Ah, I don't know. Earth Origins. Earth Origin. They made some mean juice there. They did. It's it was delicious. a very. It was a very good juice. It was a very very good juice. Um, yeah. I was like, what about you? What do you think? I liked going to Sprouts this time. My last experience of Sprouts was not good. I've had out. to use the, the 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 legal knowledge, the limited legal knowledge I've I have. Did not get, like Whole Foods to get us into so many places. Yeah, no. Whole, the guy at Whole Foods, I have a recording of this, ladies and gentlemen, told me he has a right. You heard it. Mm-hmm. I was saying it right there. He has a right to break federal law. I should turn that over to the FBI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean you have a right to break federal law? He literally he literally told me that mm-hmm. like multiple times. I can break federal law. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, that's it. rdgable.yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info, just some little updates. Um, stay safe. Stay informed. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. This is also something big that I wanted to mention in terms of the show and in terms of uh, the trip that we're taking. I have asked Hope to be my wife 
And I said yes. And she said yes. So she's my fiance and partner. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take this trip. We're bonding. We're experiencing new things. We're seeing the country, getting an idea of maybe where to live, doing some radio together. I'm having a blast. I'm very happy. And I appreciate all of your support. www.thesecretteachings.info. RD Gable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. In studio with a microphone propped up on a suitcase at La Quinta, at a La Quinta hotel in Lakeland, Florida, the meth capital of the state. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay safe, stay informed. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast. Mm-hmm.